I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. What are we driving? Welcome back to the Fast 5-Minute Podcast, a show where we talk all about uh, five minutes of a Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, this week, we're on Season 3, watching Tokyo Drift, uh, specifically minute 20 to 25. And uh, I don't know uh, if this is too bold to say, but maybe some of the best five minutes we've ever seen in one of these movies. Uh, my name is Stone, and with me is uh, the mustachioed wonder himself guard. That's right. Thank you, Stone. I am heavily mustached right now, uh, more so than usual, even. And happy wow. to be here. <laughs> you, have, you have extra mustache. You're at like 110% mustache right now, is what uh, you're telling me? Honestly, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of stash, dude. It's a lot of stash. Um, it is, uh, but it's, you know, it's exciting. Dude, I'm, I'm probably at like 80% mustache right now. That's good as well, yeah. I'm trying hard to be guard. You, you know what I mean. Pump it up to 100, though. I might, I might get there when you see me next in a week or two. I might be at a full 100 percent mustache. Okay, excellent. I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. I've also been looking quite forward to uh, this episode. By the way. Yes, um, uh, and I know why, and I will tell the audience uh, that we are excited for this episode because. Uh, weeks ago, before we even started recording mm-hmm. uh, season three, um, we had a lovely listener reach out from Down Under. That's right. Asking specifically to be a sponsor on episode five, which we're now at. <laughs> That's right. So without further ado, I can read said ad if you would like. It's been waiting for weeks to get out, and uh, here it comes. This episode is brought to you by Andrew. Huh. Okay. Uh, And it's also, Andrew doesn't know this yet, but it's also brought to you by Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Both of them. One and the same. Because I thought it was pretty cool we had uh, a listener from Australia. So I thought I had Andrew's uh, actual ad spot pulled up, but I had a different email from him pulled up so bear with me here sorry andrew i'm ruining your ad uh well uh jesus christ i'm gonna say this this episode is brought to you by andrew uh if you want to have a friend that starts with an a and ends with a w uh seek out andrew seek him out also looking to visit a place that we have a fan in go to australia they have spiders and sharks uh, but also koalas and kangaroos. So take it, uh, the choice is yours. That's right. Uh, as previously discussed on the pod, I think the koalas are riddled with chlamydia. Yeah, dude. I remember there's there's a scare that uh, one of the One Direction members was going to get chlamydia because <laughs> he got pissed on by a koala. True story. So Andrew, don't worry, everyone. Andrew, fine. sorry about your terrible ad spot <laughs> associating you with chlamydia. We're not associating him with chlamydia. We're associating him with koalas. His, his entire just country. To have chlamydia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that being said, Andrew, we really appreciate you. Really appreciate uh, appreciate you sponsoring this episode, 
and think you're an all-around great guy. Yeah, thank you. Um, shout out to all of our listeners, uh, but specifically Andrew right now and uh, anyone else that might be in a in a foreign exotic land. Now, you know Stone, of at least one. <laughs> the reason I didn't have his original email pulled up is because he sent us another email that I'm pretty excited about as well. We asked uh, our Australian listeners, specifically Andrew, to critique my Australian accent from season three, episode one, Let's Go Fighting Ducks. If uh, you haven't watched that, or if you haven't listened to that one, go back right now. We'll pause, go to that one, listen to the Australian accent, form your own opinion, and come back now. Uh, Andrew, who is from Australia, let me remind everyone, so from qualified the to say if my accent's good or not, says, quote, While I do admit my accent doesn't sound quite like that, I must admit that when traveling to more regional parts of the country, I have come across people who do sound like that. You've come very close to the Bogan accent, which is the closest equivalent Australia has to rednecks. Bogan? I like Bogan. Um, so that's great. I'm on top of the world uh, because people say, no, no, that's not Australian. I say it's pitch perfect Australian. And uh, Andrew has confirmed that it is pitch perfect or close to Bogan Australian, which is, of course, Australian. I'll just read this next part of the email um, and then you can uh, you can filter in as needed because I think this next part's <laughs> more for you, Stone. Okay, great. Great, great, great. Uh, unfortunately, our episode, as pointed out by Andrew, did indeed release after the Australian Grand Prix came out. So our pleas for tickets uh, were not answered uh, because it would, would have been impossible for any listener to do so. Yeah. However, he does have a friend who wasn't in attendance, but was visiting a second friend who lives in Melbourne, and he interviewed this friend for us. Oh, great. Wow. <laughs> Which is excellent, Andrew. That uh, is excellent. And excellent timing on uh, this email and recording the ad for you today. Uh, this is an Andrew heavy pod, and I'm into it. Uh, yeah, well, deservedly so, to be fair. True, he lives in Australia, and he listens to us. Deserved. Yes, yes. Mart, real name held for uh, anonymity, fair enough, says, The cars were so much louder than I expected. We were trying to watch the movie, but there was just so much noise. Harold, real name also withheld. <laughs> <laughs> what a good the friend. second friend lives near a beach in Melbourne, and in the evening following the race, there is a fireworks display that they were not aware of prior to it happening. Mart had this to say, The windows of Harold's face the beach... So when the firework happened, it sounded like it was coming from the beach and we couldn't see any fireworks. It sounded like a lot of gunfire. We got worried some serious shit was going down. <laughs> Thanks that's again for being the, source, the best guys. podcast I listened to. Hey, thank you, Andrew. Wow, that's really good. That's <laughs> that's really good. We had a live um, correspondent from, in the field. Correspondent from Australia, from Down Under. And also, Guard, I think it's pronounced Melbourne. Really? Melbourne. Not I think it's Melbourne. Melbourne. I don't think you say the R. I think it's just Melbourne. Well, Andrew, let us know. <laughs> let us know. Uh, anyway, Croc, you might really appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. I want to give a shout out, since we're on the topic of Australia, to my favorite Australian band. They're called the Dune Rats. Sure. Why not? And there, there's some the like, Dune Rats. Dude, and the, what about the Chats, dude? Dude, the Chats and the Dune Rats. Shout out. Um, Australia has an awesome, like, skater punk music scene. Um, 
Go listen to it. It's fun. The chats are the song. They have a song called Smoko about taking your smoke break, and they're just they're just incredible. Sounds like it. I've I can't say as I've ever heard it myself, but I'll uh, I'll take it. All right, great. Well, guard. Um, is there anything else you want to get out while you have the floor off top? I'm all set uh, with one last uh, appreciate the sponsor, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Um, well, guard. I have two things. Okay. The first thing, um, since I know you, you need to know. The audience needs to know. Everyone's asking, Stone, how's your Ford Focus? Well, thank you, everyone, for uh, asking. I appreciate you uh, bringing it up. So I'll, I'll let me just say it's going great. Um, guard, it's going great. That's excellent news, Stone. I'm. I'm I have a house now, as we've talked about, which also came with a garage. Did it? Oh, wow. Yes. That's uh, great. Which is Latin, as everyone knows, for go rage. So I had a rager in there. I hadn't heard that. Um, I had a rager in there yesterday and did all sorts of car shit. Changed my oil. Mm. Changed my transmission fluid. Never done that before. Flushed <laughs> my coolant. Okay, like great. Like four or five times. Flushed it. Flushed it good. Um, I took off my rear drum brake assembly and gave him a nice good cleaning. Mm-hmm. And... I uh I changed out the power steering fluid. Wow, he- heck so, of a day, Stone. So I gave that little that little yellow cutie um, the pampering it deserved. <laughs> um, I only messed up one time. Uh, I put in the new oil before I changed the oil filter. So then I had to take the mm, new oil oof. out and then change the oil filter and then put the new oil back in. Oops, a daisy. Well, and then I uh, only hurt myself a little bit. Um, I have one self-inflicted screwdriver wound, and I dropped uh, one of the drum brakes real hard on my finger, but I don't think I'm going to lose the fingernail, which, you know? You have a lot of incidents good. With, with losing fingernails, Stone. Yeah, yeah. the last time I got injured, I lost a fingernail completely, but I don't think, guard, I don't think this time. That's great. I'm happy for so, you. Uh, Sounds like a really so, swell day. It was, it was, and... um. All I need left to do um, before I get her down on the ground and get her out on the road is do uh, brake bleed, which uh, you need two people for. And Brianna was out of town, so that one will have I to wait till sure a different day. I was going to be asked to do whatever you're talking about just now. Help me bleed my, bleed my brakes? Yeah. No, no. You need to be here in person. Well, yes, I'm um, going to be soon. You are going to be soon, but the thing is, guard, when you are here... Um, you get a ride in the focus. Oh yes, I am. So you're I'm gonna get to tell everyone how sick it is. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, but I just I... want to keep everyone updated that don't worry, the focus is doing well, and she's being treated as she should, like a princess. <laughs> Jesus Christ! On to the next thing, guard. Uh, there is an F1 race, so it's time for F one, two, three. Oh, good, excellent. Um. Guard, uh, fun fact. Yes. There's a, in the most Italian move of all time, mm-hmm. uh, we raced in Italy at Imola. <laughs> and inside the track, inside the racetrack, there is a pizzeria. It's <laughs> my fun fact. There's also m- uh, multiple farms and the cutest little uh, farm... Um, 
bed and breakfast that you ever did see all inside this track because it takes this track is located just next to a cute little town in the italian countryside Hmm. it's adorable google it imola it's just like in the middle of some farmland next to a little town they race f1 cars there interesting okay um and you're sure this place is cool you say it looks pretty cool. I don't know. It looks it looks like like some adorable Italian villa. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, great. Surrounded by some lovely farmland. Well, that sounds nice. Thing number two, mm-hmm. guard. You made a bet. I did. Yeah. And what bet did you make? Um. Hmm, I made a bet on the Japanese driver to win uh, outright. You you bet that Yuki Sonoda would win. That's correct. Bummer, you did not win that bet, but... I know. Um, Yuki Sonoda finished seventh, which is like one of the best finishes he's probably ever had. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> hey man... You may not have won the bet, but you gave Yuki, our boy Yuki, a little bit of a little bit of uh, encouragement. I'm a liar. He's he's finished fourth and he's finished sixth, but well, still I pretty good result first, from him. So I would have preferred that he didn't finish first. Well, well, guard. Would you like to hear my one thing so. about the race? <laughs> uh, sure. We're breezy. I'm going through this because we got a big episode to get mm-hmm. into. <laughs> it's it's meaty. It's it's thick and full of full of a lot of juice to sink our teeth into. Really? The, okay, great. The thing I want to talk about, guard, is uh, Lewis Hamilton, um, seven-time world champion. Alexander Hamilton. He got lapped by Max Verstappen this race. <laughs> Remember last. Season guard, think back into your your fond oh, I, memories of yeah. me talking about. F1. I wrote it all. I wrote it all down. Actually, I Verstappen, Hamilton, all season fighting back and forth. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna win? Neck and neck all the way through the season. He got lapped this race by Verstappen. Um, oh, Mercedes is like as bad as they've been in like fifteen years. Um, there's a bunch of crazy stats coming out where. It's like the first time in 13 years Hamilton hasn't podiumed in three races in a row. It's the first time in like 12 years that he hadn't made it to the end of qualifying, but he got kicked out. Like they're just having a real hard time. And uh, I, it's nice to see some other teams on the top, but I hope they, uh, hope they come back in the later half of the season and show what they're made of. But as of right now, getting lapped. Oof. That's a brutal one. Yeah, that is a brutal one. Hate to hear for uh, Maximilian or whatever his name is. Lewis Hamilton. Max is still doing great. Okay, he won won this race by the way. Great. I'm absolutely Lewis Hamilton. I'm gutted about Hamilton. The thing that sucks is is I want him to be the villain because he's the person that's won. Like you want the Yankees or the Patriots to be the villain. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. They're these dynasties. But he's just so gosh darn nice. I almost just feel bad for him. Oh, this is a Poor swell guy. guy. You think he's a real swell guy? Yeah, well, yeah, real, he, real stand-up character. Maybe he um, like kicks cats when no one's looking or something. So, so you uh, can hate him privately, Stone. Huh? Never thought of that. Maybe he does. Mm-hmm. Maybe he does. Yeah. Am I inviting a slander lawsuit to us? Possibly. 
Well, I'm not saying he does for sure. I'm just saying maybe he does. Just maybe. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Could. <laughs> could. Anyone could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you just saying well, if you're looking for a reason not to like the guy, I can give you one pretty easily. You can, you can find a couple. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, man, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but guard. Yep. We got a good one. Good enough that Australians are knocking at our door to sponsor it, so we better get into it. <laughs> um, would you like to tell the audience how this five minutes begins or how it ends? I'll take Actually, begin- Oh No, I want begins. You have to take ends. I decided I want begins. Okay, are you trying to pull a power move on me, Stone? I am. I have a good one for how it begins. Okay, this episode began with... Stop! <laughs> Uh, this episode ends with... Thank you. Uh, hmm. Um, I, my notes seem to say, did Bow Wow intro one girl as Wednesday and Thursday? <laughs> it's Bow, Bow Wow talking about the days of the week, but surrounded <laughs> by women. Yeah, and sure. uh, maybe a little bit more controversy than that as well. And it begins with Guard being wrong from last week immediately. Okay, well, that was rude, Stone. I did something <laughs> nice for you. I know. I'm sorry. I have it in my notes, so I had to... I'm going to eat Flaming Hot Cheetos about... Limon into the mic to punish you for what you've just done. That's You're not punishing me. You're punishing the audience, and I won't have it. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? That's true. I'll stand up for them so they'll at least who they'll know who's fighting for them. No, guard, no. Stop. Think of the audience. This is the ASMR of our podcast. Guard, you were wrong because we left off... God damn it. (laughs) We left off last week with Twinkie talking about all the things he had for sale. And he... It was uh, Sean who said, "If anyone's is that a Sparco steering wheel? Right. And we pondered the question, do you think that's for sale? And you said, oh, almost definitely has to be for sale. Yeah. The first thing uh, Bow Wow lets us know in this is, hell no, that steering wheel is mine. Even paid retail for it. So not only is it his steering wheel, but he didn't even get a deal on it. No, it's absolutely. Paid retail. It's very much not for sale. How else am I supposed to drive my car without a steering wheel? Get out of town. Now, most people would, um, how do I put this? Leave their steering wheel in their car. I mean, uh, hey, guard. Yeah. Hey, guard. What's up? Um, quick release steering wheels are a thing for car, for car dorks. A car dork loves a quick release steering wheel. And what is the purpose of this? So the purpose of a quick-release steering wheel in its, I think, intended application is for race cars. So you get in, like, through the window, or it might be a tight squeeze in. Then you lock up your steering wheel, and then you go. You have a bunch of gear on. You couldn't, might not be able to fit into your seat, get strapped up with a steering wheel there. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so but I'm also, still confused as to why Bow Wow needs it then. But also, so one, they're a sick part to put on your car because, dude, you got a Sparco steering wheel? That's fucking sick. Everyone knows it. Oh. But uh, but it could, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt of it could be a good uh, theft deterrent. If you get into a car that someone's trying to steal and there isn't a steering wheel, what oh. the fuck do you do there? Interesting. Um, hmm. Like the, uh, the most stolen car in the uh, United States is a Honda Civic. 
dude, put a quick release steering wheel on your Honda Civic and just take your steering wheel with you. How the fuck are they going to steal it? You know? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So there are practical applications for it. Um, but also it's to carry around a Sparco steering wheel on your backpack and flex on all the other non car having high schoolers. Sure. Sure. That tracks, which I get, I respect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, something I don't get, uh, is boy, a a few things here. I guess the first one I'd like to start with is, uh, garage. Well, before we get to the garage, sorry. You have to jump back in time just a little bit. Sure. Um, because he sees the steering He's We're at school still. He sees the steering wheel, and he says, what do you drive? Uh, and then Bow Wow says, it's one of a kind, and he immediately just says, show me. Dude, I think Sean is like an addict. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he is he's hopelessly like a addicted junkie. to cars. It's really strange. He, he's, he's, a, he's a junkie that you look at and you feel bad for because you're like, oh, dude, their life is ruined. And like, <laughs> I'm just, I just like, I'm gutted to see someone living like this. Except he's not addicted to meth. <laughs> he's addicted to cars. Uh, yeah, he sure is. He really has big junkie energy. But then we jump forward. They are now out of school. Uh, and I w- I'd like to point out that um, he's already broken rule two and three <laughs> mm-hmm. of his dad. Mm-hmm. Because school is over. They are no longer in their uniforms. And he did not go straight home. Him and Bow Wow are standing next to his garage. Maybe not his garage. Next to a garage. It's like a public garage. Like, um, I guess those are in cities, I presume. Yeah, I I imagine so. This garage it opens up and there's one car. It's a Porsche. So to, yeah, then sorry. They start, to be clear, then they start moving like a like a almost like a Ferris wheel. Yeah, and to be clear, everyone, I do I am familiar with the concept of a public garage in general. I just mean this one is <laughs> uh, particularly interesting. This this seems like something that would only. Um, be reasonable in a place like Tokyo where like it's such a metropolitan area you can only build straight up yeah so like anywhere in the city so so it's a it's a revolving carousel of cars that are on little swings so there's one entrance that you drive your car into but then it like turns so you can have multiple cars in this one yeah, thing. it's like think did of I, like did, a, I get, did I explain it right? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I w- it's like a shotgun of cars. <laughs> like you know how cars. a shotgun? <laughs> no, maybe not a shotgun. Uh, sorry, a pistol. Like the a pistol, re- the, a revolver, a revolving yeah, a revolving pistol of cars. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and um, guard. I loved this scene. I thought this scene was absolutely great. <laughs> oh yeah, how could you not? Sure. Because it opens and it's on a Porsche, and Sean kind of looks to Bow Wow and he, Bow Wow, to Twinkie, sorry, uh, movie names only, <laughs> looks to Twinkie and he kind of shakes his head no. And it keeps rotating and it keeps rotating, and there's like a Porsche and there's a bunch of, there's a Ferrari, there's a bunch of cool looking cars in here. And then we get to Twinkies. Mm hmm. Uh... And, Guard, I, I want you to. You're uh you're an English major as we've spoken about before. I want you to paint a picture with words of what Twinkie's car is. 
I would say uh, this car is one of the most sickening monstrosities I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Emphasis on the monstrosity because it is based on the, uh, not monster, but monster-esque Incredible Hulk. Uh, and I would say that this car might be, some might call it an abomination. <laughs> I see think, what I did there, I guard? think many would call it that. It's one you of the see most, what I did there, guard? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, okay, good. It's one of the most sickening vehicles I've ever seen in my life. Well, just, just so everyone knows what uh, kind of car it is, it is a um, Volkswagen Touran, which is like a small SUV Volkswagen, but that's not the interesting part in the slightest. <laughs> uh, boy, is it not. The interesting part is... So, first of all, for those that don't know what that car looks like, Google it, because you really need to see it to do it justice, but that car is like, what would you say, like a five-person hatchback situation? Yeah, it almost looks like a mini minivan, like a slightly smaller minivan. <laughs> It's a very good way to describe it. I yeah, that's perfect. So, um, hmm. He has taken well, first, the first of all, it's green. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is, Stone. Uh this dude has taken the liberty of Hulkifying it. Hulkifying it is the perfect way to describe it. Holy shit, it looks so fucking bad. So uh, it's green like the Incredible Hulk, but it doesn't end there because there's like fists, like the mark of fists, like they're, the car has fists like on its door Like embossed in them. Yeah, they're not like out protruding. It's like, it looks like a dent. I didn't know what it was at first and I thought it was just a dent in the car door. No, they're fists protruding from the car door. The hood has a Hulk face. It has Hulk hair. All of the interior is like purple like uh shag carpet <laughs> um it you're right it's a monstrosity it's a abomination i also love it because it is insane um <laughs> hey viewers are you wondering what stone means by abomination or by hulk care excuse me he means that the guy has installed a fringe along the top of the windshield to stick out from the windshield in all black to be hulk's hair and holy shit, does it look stupid. Um, it's, it's an insane, bizarre car. But my favorite part about this whole scene is it's the whole joke of, like, the, the carousels going and we're looking at, like, Porsches and Ferraris and he's shaking his head. But when his car shows up, uh, Twinkie is so excited. Like, he's, like, giddy to see his own car. And I love it. I think it's a great performance by Bow Wow to... <laughs> sell his excitement of this absolute bananas hulk minivan it's it's a really funny scene it's, i really love it yeah it's a good scene bow wow does a great job the car is so fucking ugly it's, it's awesome. so ugly and i love the, the first car we're introduced for like this first character is this because I like when uh, characters get a car that matches their personality. Mm -hmm. Of course, Brian's going to have the Supra. Of course, Dom's going to have uh, the Charger. Um, but man, Twinkie needed this car. Twinkie, this is the perfect car for Twinkie, I think. Oh. And I love it. Guy's name and is then, Twinkie. That's, that's amazing. His name is Twinkie. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, 
uh, uh, Sean, I keep wanting to call him Brian because him and Paul Walker look too similar. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Brian, nope, Sean, fuck me. <laughs> Sean immediately says, I'm driving. Dude, breaking so many of his dad's three rules. It's insane. Also, that's not cool. <laughs> that's all not very cool. You just met this kid, and even if this car is the most gaudy, insane thing you've ever seen, clearly Twinkie loves it, and clearly he's put a lot of time, money, and energy into it, and you're just going to say, I'm driving. This is my car Bro. now. <laughs> like, that's kind of frowned upon, right? <laughs> that's that's not. Yeah, a, man. That's 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 not cool. He didn't. Man. He didn't even ask. He just took the steering wheel out of his hand and said, "I will be driving." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fresh that's off why you the don't plane have a from detached, Arizona. Dude, that's why you don't have a detachable steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, because um, it's you know, because some people that aren't fucking cool might try to mess with you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, sorry, I'm looking through my notes and. uh uh, uh, Twinkie's reaction to his own car is says he says slamming, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll say it's slamming. Sure, why not? There's fists on it. Let's call it slamming. <laughs> awesome, dude. What a perfect way to describe it. Um, guard. Yeah. What's up, Stone? <laughs> he uh, Sean says, "Let me drive." They're driving. He says, "We better have some real cars around here." And then we pull into a parking lot and have a scene that is similar to one we saw in the first Fast and the Furious of them showing up to a car person gathering. Mm-hmm. Except, except. Huge except. Except this time it is way more Japanese. And this time it might have one of the most iconic songs from this franchise play, Guard. I'm so excited to talk about it. You know it, you love it. It's the Tokyo Drift song. Yeah, I didn't know this song was from this movie. And I'd just like to say that Hulk car is so fucking bad looking that I can't it's think so of anything bad. else. Anyway. No, we have to move on. We anyway, have to move on because... because I almost puked when I saw it, man. I almost filled one of my <laughs> shoes up with vomit when I saw this fucking monstrosity. It doesn't guard, look like guard. Hulk, happy by thoughts, the way. Happy thoughts. No. It looks as much as you can make a road illegal car look like Hulk. But it that's looks like very a puke minivan with bangs. Guard, Hulk guard, doesn't have, have bangs, it. dude. Guard, we have to get this. We ha- we have to move to a happy happy place because okay. we're at a happy okay. place in the movie. All right. Because dun, I know dun, it, dun, you know dun, it. Dun, the dun, audience dun, knows this song of the Tokyo Drift song. Mm-hmm. It like it's so iconic. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Like, it's four notes, but you know exactly what it is. You Like, not only that, Guard, I wanna, I'm wanna. i going to spend a lot of time talking about this song. I'll go. This song yeah, is called... This is song sick. is called Tokyo Drifts... Tokyo Drift, colon... No, not colon. Uh, parentheses, Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This song is called Tokyo Drift, Fast and the Furious. Well, yeah, as it should be. As it should be. Awesome. That's great. It's by the Teriyaki Boys. <laughs> shout out, the biggest shout out to the Teriyaki Boys. Oh, yeah, of course. And I also want to talk about how much stay, like staying relevance this beat has. 
like just those four simple notes that you hear and you automatically think of this song. Um, because guard mm -hmm. in the year of our Lord, 2020, mm -hmm. two short years ago, mm. um, as we were all dealing with being stuck inside, one of my favorite current rappers, Rich Brian, oh sure, put out a Tokyo Drift freestyle where he freestyled over this beat. Not Lil and Bow Wow. Not Lil Bow Wow. Okay, that's Rich Brian. Insulting, but okay. Uh, and it has 11 million views. So this beat is still so deep in like the cultural zeitgeist. Uh, soon after that, in response, one of another one of my very favorite current rappers, Baby No Money, <laughs> spelled oh, B B N O dollar sign, Baby No Money, mm -hmm. <laughs> spelled just how you think it would be. Obviously. Also put out a Tokyo Drift freestyle. They got 4.3 million views on YouTube. Mm, nice. Years after the original came out. Very nice. Um, I also just want, like, how big this song was at the time. Uh, between two different videos on YouTube, the Teriyaki Boys version <laughs> has uh, 430 million views. Jesus Christ. A cultural phenomenon, some might say. Mm -hmm. And what have the Teriyaki Boys and been up to since this? Doesn't matter because they peaked. I'm sorry. Oh. No matter what they did, this might be their peak of their career because how can't it be? It's a masterpiece. Okay, yeah. Um, but guard, I I was listening to this song at work this week. Sure. I listened to the remixes by Rich Brian and Baby No Money. I'll sure. post those on social so you guys can listen to them. They're great. I was like going deep. I was listening to all these different remixes using this beat, and I thought. Guard, do you know what we should do? <laughs> What's that stuff? We should write a rap oh. to the Tokyo beat. Hate that beat. The Tokyo drift beat. <laughs> I I was worried that's where you were going with that. And then I thought, well, that's a really funny idea. That's a funny bit for the podcast. And guard, I have multiple pages <laughs> of raps written down mm -hmm. that uh, mm -hmm. I'm just I'm just dying to. Good God. To, to lay down some sick verses. Um, oh, but I need I need you to be on this track with me. I can't oh, do it alone, Christ, obviously. I'm not a that. solo act. But I don't know, maybe I'm not a rapper. I'm, I might to be I clear. might put this out to the audience. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see me and Guard freestyle on the Tokyo Drift beat or do you think that's lame and we're white and that would be cultural appropriation? Let us no, know. That's not cultural appropriation. I know, it's a joke. <laughs> okay, okay. I just I was confused if you were trying to get canceled again or not. So I don't know if maybe maybe we'll put out a poll on Twitter. Maybe we'll try to get a bunch of uh, retweets, and if we reach that number, we'll put out a rap. Who knows? How many are you? Who thinking knows? I'm just here, putting so. it out there. What? How many are you shooting for here? Oh, I, hundreds. Wow. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, three digits at least, brother. Not not gonna be easy. <laughs> not gonna be easy, but I, I mean, if okay. Here, I'll I'll give some people a little taste of what my <laughs> oh god, what I came, what my what the the old noggin came up mm -hmm. with. I have a mm -hmm. line, um, where I call Brianna my bitch. Oh no. 
But then I also, but then I also say that she's as hot as Sarah Jessica Parker was in the '90s. So I think that I redeem myself in the next line. Weird. Okay, yeah, man. Not verbatim. Um, What else do I got in here? I have a joke. I have a joke about my arms being as big as Vin Diesel's. That one's pretty funny. I think that one lands really well. I have a great gazoo joke in here. A gazoo joke. The great gazoo, you know, the green alien from the Flintstones. <laughs> you know. What? Um, what else do I got in here? Um, dude, I have one of the lines is "Granny shift and not double clutching like you should." That just, dude, it writes itself when you start thinking about it. You know? Yeah, no doubt, man. This sounds really uh, good. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I think we definitely should uh, put this out regardless. Okay, guard, but I'm not. I can't do this by myself. I'm not a one. This isn't a one man show. I'll, we are I'll a team, clap on so. from the sideline. So, so if you wanna, if you wanna, I don't know, write a hook. Oh. If you don't want to write any bars, you can write. You can write a melody. I know you have a beautiful singing voice, guard. I will. I do not have a beautiful singing voice, but I, I'll write. I'll write something for you, Stone. All right, great. So, I hope no one's expecting this in the next week's episode because it's gonna take a minute. Mm. Absolutely not, dude. I've absolutely not. Um, I've never produced music before. Um, Good God. So it might take a minute, but I mean, the beat's already there for us. If you just make re- it's it, guard, what it really came down to mm-hmm. is I was sitting in my office this week with my notepad always in front of me, and every once in a while, I'd write a little poem about Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Hmm. And now I have multiple pages of little poems about Fast and the Furious that I'm gonna uh, combine if, into if a the rap. audience. If the audience demands hard enough, I might um, rap. I've never wanted interactions on our socials less. All right, well, audience, this is a call, I guess, to you. Um, just let Guard know if you want him to hop on this fire beat with me and spit some flames. You know. Yeah, audience, uh, yeah, I guess DM me. <laughs> no, don't DM me. Needs to be public. All DMs on the matter will be ignored. All public tweets will be considered. Hey, everyone, publicly tweet at uh, the Fast Five Pod and Guard's personal account, letting him know uh, Number five. that you want to hear. Dude, you are an English major. Mm-hmm. Again, I bring that up because y- I know you're good with words. You have a degree in them. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I think if you really put, uh, put your mind to it, pen to the paper, you could, you could think up some fire bars. What's the subject of the song? Well, it as sounds right now, fr- from, from what I've heard from it's, your it's preview, kind it's of anything a... whatsoever. Yeah, isn't that what most rap songs are? I have lines about making money. I have ra- lines about driving my car fast. About bitches, I have a bunch it sounds of, like. I, <laughs> I, or one, one nice girl, one nice woman specifically. Well, I refer to her as my bitch, but that's just, that's just rap, you know? You can't, you can't make it through a rap song without... Well, she is my friend, so I'm quite frankly, I'm offended by what you've said to me today. You're canceled again, so... Well, um... Oh, speaking of me being canceled, we're going to get into that in just a minute about how <laughs> how right I was in the next scene. But anyways, um, 
enough about this. Shout out to the song. Are you going to try to get canceled again? It sounds like. No, I'm going to I'm going to continue to be uncanceled. You're going to cancel Continue to be wrong. Um, so shout out to the Teriyaki Boys, Forever and Always, and their absolute banger of a song, Tokyo Drift Brackets, <laughs> brackets parentheses, Fast and the Furious. Anyways, Guard, we listen to this absolute slapper of the None song. None of the listeners have As, any clue what's going on in this five minutes. Uh, we listen to this absolute slapper of a song yeah. as Sean drives Twinkie's car into a parking garage full of uh, Japanese car boys and their cars. Car boys and gals and their cars. Uh, yes, um, I'm glad you said gals because there seems to be a specific outfit of the moment that is become very popular for this particular scene. And what is that? That is the shortest miniskirts I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, it was 2006 and... I guess that was the trend in Tokyo. Who knows? The reason I bring this up is because I'm not kidding. One of every two females that are in this scene have a, like, maybe... How how much material would you say is on average, like, the length of the miniskirt? Eight inches? Yeah, under a foot for sure. Like, every other uh, girl in this entire scene has under a foot of plaid miniskirt on. It's wild. Yeah, there's a scene where there's just like a real aggressive uh, butt slap on one of these girls. Pulls her skirt way up. You see your butt. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sick, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to all the all the ass guys and gals out there. <laughs> yeah, this this five minutes is for you. Um, we get a funny joke where uh, as they're driving through, looking at all the cars and women. Um, Twinkie throws Sean a box of tissues and he said, that's for when you blow your load. Yeah. Blow your wad. Sorry. Excuse me. For when you blow your wad. Implying, uh, for those not hoping for a rated R podcast this week, you should have already tuned out, but tune out now. <laughs> Implying Sean is going to, um, ejaculate in his pants from just looking around with how, uh, attractive everyone in here is. I think it's more of the fact that he's going to blow his wad um, cream in his jeans, if you may, because of all the cars here. Um, <laughs> well, sure. Because he seems like the kind of guy that if he's, if he's fucking anything in this garage, it's going to be one of the cars. One way or the other, uh, he's going to cream his jeans, it sounds like. Yeah, sounds like it. Um there's a guy DJing, and there's just some people dancing. In an open garage. There's a DJ in an open and garage. a group of dancers. It looks like a pretty looks lit. Uh, lit time. Everyone's just has their hoods popped. We're looking at engines. We're dancing. There's a DJ. It looks like a good fucking time. I'd certainly go. And then, as uh, after Sean walks around and looks at all the cars, he sees a specific car drive in. Mm-hmm being piloted by a piloted. specific by a specific racially uh, ambiguous oh, here we go woman again. who we actually know is an Australian actress born in Peru. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank God we said it. It is it is the cutie from class. Yes, and her name is <laughs> And she I don't remember. Me neither. Um I said it that way in hopes you did remember. Her name is Neela. Yes, that's the one. How could I forget? You could have said anything, but... <laughs> and I would have been like, yeah, that that's it. So she shows up, 
Uh, she has a dude pop her hood. She gets out and delivers the best car talk line I think I've ever... One of the best ones from these movies thus far. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. She says, the car isn't right for the way I drive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and her how, pit crew... How unhelpful that is. Yeah. Her pit crew says, uh, well, we ran diagnostics here and everything appears to be just right. And she basically says, fuck yourselves. I don't need a computer to tell me about my throttle response. Ooh, turns out she's a bit of a dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people in this movie suck. Dude, car isn't right for the way I drive. Is it a theme in How these movies? How is that constructive at all? That's like, <laughs> that's like me bringing my rap to you, guard, <laughs> and you going, I don't know, words aren't the way I like them. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> Which, by the way, Stone, um, from what I've heard so far, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Dude. Words are the way I like them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I especially like the extremely obscure stuff that you have in there. Uh, yeah, dude, there's a hocus pocus joke. It sounds a lot like uh, ba would a ba, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> All of the lines make sense if you think about them. Same with dude. I was in my office. I was supposed to be working, and I was in my uh, <laughs> I was in my office counting syllables of like the word hocus pocus to see if it fit in my rap I was writing. Stone, so uh, stupid. Stone adding piling on evidence to his uh, impeding day in court when he's fired with cause. <laughs> with- <laughs> We found your notes. You had pages of raps. <laughs> it's had to have taken hours. As soon as any supervisor finds this podcast, Don is immediately being fired with prejudice. Um, shh, don't snitch, audience. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> um. Uh, we have anyway. the introduction of a villain as well, Stone. We do, we do. Um, well, first, we before we see the villain, <laughs> Sean, Sean goes up and he's shooting a shot. Oh yeah, he is. If there's one thing that we know about fucking Sean, it's that he will shoot his shot. Mm-hmm. And no Sean, what? I, I will say, Sean is equally as as curious as you are about uh, her origins. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah, he. So he walks up. He says, "You wouldn't have these problems with a V8." Yeah. We get some back and forth where she says, guys only care about the size of the engine. Ha ha. And he says, he says the great line, I'm a guy. It's in my DNA. <laughs> he does also deliver it that way. I'm a guy. Because everyone knows, if anyone knows anything about genetics and, you know, DNA, it's, if there's one thing that's in the DNA of all men, it's that they love V8 engines. Duh. It's, unex- it's unexplainable. Science can't explain that's it. That's just a duh situation there. It's just a duh. Um, and then he asks, hey, where are you from? She says, uh, you know, here, I don't remember what she says. And he goes, no, no, like, originally, where are you from? <laughs> no, but he does, guard, I would, I have to write down these lines verbatim because when we paraphrase them, we give it more credit than it's worth. That's true. <laughs> the line goes, where are you from? She says, here. And he goes, not live, where did you come from? <laughs> If anyone should be getting canceled, it's fucking Sean. 
But also, again, I agree with him. Where did you come from? You're clearly not Japanese. She has a bit of an accent. It like, it, it, did you pick up on this? It's like not full Australian, but it's like halfway there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a fair question. Where the fuck did you come from? You're clearly not Japanese. So Stone, uh, like Dave Chappelle, is uncancelable, it would seem. It is. I was right. Although Everyone, I am withholding, uh, I actually am withholding a little something to cancel you with later, so... <laughs> Why are you trying so hard to cancel me? <laughs> if I get canceled, there'll be no one to edit this podcast. <laughs> you thought of that? I just want you constantly on edge. Um, I want to see if you can dodge, you know? But then, mm-hmm. as you were alluding to before, we do get some introduction of new characters. Uh, one presumably could be a villain. I would have to assume he is based on his. And one of them. Do you know who the other one is, Guard? Yeah, it's that Han fucking guy. It's the best character in any Fast and the Furious movie. It is Han Lu, played by the incredible Sung Kane. Ludicrous is okay. No, I'm saying what you said was ludicrous. (laughs) I know, Guard. I know, but come on. Okay, I didn't know if you were getting... I didn't know which one of us wasn't uh, getting the joke because I was going to do something (laughs) with that as well afterwards. Um, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that we were both being funny with ludicrous. So so we see Han, our hero, our champion, um, the coolest dude in all of these movies... And we see another dude. And the other dude says, like, who is the tourist? Uh, he's mad because he's talking to this girl. And Han um, does something quite crazy for this movie. He might say the only <laughs> reasonable thing that any person has said this far into the movie, and we're over 20 minutes in. Okay, yeah, what is that? He says, why are you into schoolgirls? Move up in the world. Find better company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, just, just good call, facts Han. at his home. Yeah, good call. Yeah, dude. Uh, why is he into schoolgirls? Why is everyone there presumably into schoolgirls? In a movie where everyone is always saying the dumbest shit of like, you're moving to Japan to get out of legal trouble and... I'm excited you're going to juvie because I like the smell of your fear or whatever that caseworker said. <laughs> I or rate you guys, you two high schoolers should race your cars for me as the prize. Says that dumb girl. Go through a house if in you a can. movie. Yeah, in a movie where all of that insane shit is said and is done. Uh, then there's Han, the voice of reason. Hey, dude, maybe don't date high schoolers because it's weird. <laughs> And he's Shout right. Yeah, him. that's a good point. Um, uh, it is bizarre. That, well, the so I guess I don't know the age of this villainous gentleman, but uh, if your friend's calling you out on it, it's not a great start. Well, I'm going to make the crazy assumption that he is older than high school age. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because it wouldn't be weird if he was in high school. <laughs> It wouldn't be, but um, when your own homie is like, why are you after schoolgirls? Now, Stone, I will say that um, Sean is in high school. He is in high school. So it's not weird for him to be going to hit on this girl. No, he is a high schooler hitting on another high schooler. Right. Which um, 
is the most normal thing that's ever happened, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and totally okay and fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then this this the villain, this evil he, villain, who is uh, into the high school age schoolgirl. <laughs> this pervert. starts. Ju- yeah, this this <laughs> fucking pervert. This absolute sicko. <laughs> This sicko that won't even listen to the good uh, callings of his concerned friend (laughs) starts walking over to uh, confront the high schooler that is talking to his woman who also happens to be a high schooler. Yes. Now, I'd like to discuss... And Twinkie spots this. Yeah, I'd like to discuss this. Twinkie sees this, and Twinkie is talking to uh, quite a few ladies... And before he sees this, he says, Wednesday, meet Thursday. He does say that. What do you think he's getting at here, guard? So I I think there's two possibilities here. Okay, give them to me. One, their names are actually Wednesday and Thursday. Seems extremely unlikely. It does, but they're also talking to a character named Twinkie, so... (laughs) Possibility number two, Bow Wow openly in front of both ladies is saying that he likes to have intercourse with one on Wednesday and one of them on Thursday, and he's introducing them to each other. I think that is more of the correct answer, but in I think it's more of a... He's the goofy... He's the goofy... Uh, you think he's joking talker. around, and he doesn't so actually he's- bang either of them. I think that's the case. I think he's like, I like you both so much. I think I'm just going to have to date both of you. You're Wednesday, you're Tuesday. Oh, this is, he, he doesn't know either of them currently, but he'd like to get to know them better. Yes, but on separate days because he likes them both so much. Wow, okay. <laughs> is how I read too far into this scene. Well, uh, yeah, either way, uh, it's a bold, a bold move, but I guess uh, go off, Twinkie. Go off, Twinkie. Um, I want to point out that Twinkie is a really good guy. Yeah, because he seems cool. He just met this fella, Sean, who he shouldn't like or care about because, let's be honest, he's a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he sees the situation that's about to unfold. He sees the villain walking. He sees Sean talking to... What's her name, guard? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot. Neela. Sure. And he knows that bad news is about to come in, so he runs over and says he was just leaving. Mm-hmm. Trying to cover his homie's back. I gotta re- you gotta respect that, man. Yeah. Uh, so he, of course, knows that then it sounds like that Neela is the villain's gal. Yes. Uh, also, the villain says something to Sean in Japanese as a power play. He does. Sean says, Sean has I an absolute know power play you're back. Saying, brother. <laughs> As an absolute power play back, he says, I don't speak the native language here. <laughs> you're going to have to use my language. <laughs> Which he does in perfect English, proving that he is the smarter of the two. Because I mean, he's certainly... He knows two languages. Certainly a better language. linguist than Sean is. Yeah. At the very yeah. least. 
you can barely you can barely say what uh, Sean is speaking is English. Yeah, I think most people in America are better linguists than Sean, just knowing the one language. Yeah, the villain has more grammatically correct English than Sean. Sean has a lot in common might, with might Bobby be the biggest Boucher. power play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean Sean could fit right into Bobby Boucher to the Waterboy movie. <laughs> I thought you I thought you were talking about Bobby Filet, and I'm like, where the fuck no, is no, that no. connection? Bobby Boucher, of course, lives down south where Sean's from. Okay, Except he grew sense. up in like, oh, well, I guess we don't know where he grew up. So so the girl also should he have said, all over the place. where are you from? <laughs> yeah, because we still don't know. Yeah, but um, I presumably the bayou. <laughs> Sorry if any listeners are in the bayou. <laughs> but y'all, but yeah, y'all he thought says, crazy. I don't speak Japanese. He says, I don't speak Japanese. And he goes, Do, can you understand this? Gives the high schooler a smooch. Mm-hmm. Well, that the villain transcends does. The all villain language. Does. Yeah. yeah, not Sean. Yeah. The villain does. He gives her a smooch. And to be fair, he's right. That does transcend all uh, language barriers. Mm-hmm. Yep. It does. He put uh, Sean in his place, I guess. Yeah. He calls him something. Sean says, what's that thing there you called me? Um, and he says, turn around... And before he gets to finish his thought, five, five minutes is over. Concludes. Which brings us to Woodstone Drive That. <laughs> this is a special Woodstone Drive That because I know you've looked up the Hulkmobile, but I have some extra facts about it, and the audience is still clamoring to know Woodstone Drive That. So without further ado, Stone, are you ready? I'm ready. This is a 2005 Volkswagen Turan, a.k.a. The Hulkmobile. Why is it a Hulk? First fun fact for you, Stone. Why? <laughs> I, have no, I have no fucking clue, man. Because the director of this movie likes the Hulk. I'm not kidding. Hell I'm yeah, not dude. joking. That's why that this vehicle is in this movie. Dude, that's such a power play by the director. He's like, well, I'm going to make the most gaudy car into something that I like, mm-hmm. I think, because mm-hmm. I'm the director and I can do that. <laughs> Undoubtedly will play. be our socials picture. Am I wrong to say that? Oh, it'll be it'll be up there in some form yeah. or another. Okay. The Hulkmobile is a 1.4 liter, 140 horsepower uh, engine inside there and gets 36.5 miles per gallon. Wow, great MPG on it. It's also, and I'm not kidding, I looked around the background, the only uh, vehicle in there that's not a car. Yeah, also... It's the only hatchback in the entire garage. It's also a Volkswagen, which means they're in Japan doing Tokyo drifting things, and he's driving a German car painted to resemble an American superhero. Yeah. So, Stone, that all, that all being said, how much do you think the Hulk, not the Hulkmobile, a 2005 Volkswagen Turan costs today? Not the Hulkmobile. Um, today? And you're guessing in Let's... British pounds, by the way. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be? <laughs> um, what's the conversion rate? Oh, uh, boy. I don't know anymore. The Them leaving the EU really sent them for a wild ride. Let's see. Pounds to USD is uh, 1 to 1.26. One pound sterling is worth 1.26 US dollars. Okay, so it's going to be priced slightly less than it would be in USD. That's correct. Um, 2005, you said. That's right. 
I'm going to say this thing is 12,000 British pounds. Uh, way, way too much. <laughs> way too much? Yeah. <laughs> it's a 2005, what? keep in mind, Stone. Well, I'd, I'd, okay. The fucking 4,000 British pounds. Uh, it's about 1,200 British pounds. Wow, what a friggin' deal. But you're going to have more than that just trying to get one fist on one door, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, So, Stone, would you drive that? No, absolutely not. Yeah, good call. Why would I choose that car? That car sucks. sickening vehicle, yeah, that no one should drive. I can't stress enough how fucking ugly this car is. If someone... Here's the thing, though. If someone said, here is the Hulk car from... Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Here it is. It's it. green. It's a little beat up. I, all I need from you is $1,200. I would buy that in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you know I drive that around just for the fucking meme of it, you know? Well, you're driving around the banana mobile for the meme, so. That is true. I know. That's a joke already. I'm driving it around because it's a sick freaking whip. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My my fault there. Uh, well, anyway, Stone, that's about it for this week. That is about it. Um, hell of a week. Now I know why Andrew wanted to sponsor it. It was a hell of a week. This is our um, Australian uh, Andrew. Obviously, I just want to be clear: we have two friends. We have one friend of the show, U.S. Andrew, one mate of the show. Oh, mate of the show, Australian Andrew. Um. Wow, we should find an Andrew from every continent. That'd be great. Hey, if your name's Andrew and you live in either South America, Africa, or literally uh, Europe, any other, yeah, or Asia, uh-huh. or Antarctica, right? Reach that out. That one's gonna be tougher, I think. But that one might be tough. But uh, I'll also say that uh, certain continents might be harder to find Andrews. You're telling me it's going to be hard to find an Andrew in Africa? Uh, possibly, yeah. i, I got to be honest with you. Huh. Uh, but Didn't yeah, we'll that try our hardest. Put this in, the me- if, in the meantime, um, we, we uh, really appreciate our existing Andrews. We do. Um, and guard. Mm-hmm. Before we sign off of this, a very fun episode... Would you like to tell us about any other stuff you've watched, read, or listened to uh, recently? You know, I'll just say... Or done? Um, or experienced? Well, first of all, Stone, I did see everything everywhere all at once. Oh, and? That was a mind-blowing, wild ride of a movie, dude. Dude, it sure was. It sure is. I mean, you got to prepare yourself mentally to go into that one, but it is good. I like it because it is mind-blowing and insane and absolutely bananas off the wall. But it also, like, you know, makes sense in the constructs of the movie they've put together. Oh, by the time you get done, it makes total sense. But, yeah, it's it's a crazy ride. But it's really good. It is a crazy ride. But really good. So I'll just say that. Really good. Oh, also, The Lost City was really good, too. That was really fun. I, I've, heard, I've heard good stuff about The Lost City. Mm-hmm. So two really fun, good movies that I got to see, uh, like back to back, almost. Well, great. Mm-hmm. And that'll be pretty much it for my other stuff. 
Um, well, I have one movie that I went and saw. I went and saw The Northman. Mm. I, I, um, before you say anything, no, actually, tell me what you thought of it first. I quite liked it. It was an action Viking movie that was also got a little weird in parts. <laughs> so, Stone. Just the way I like my movies. We have uh, a group of friends that went and saw it last night. And based on their review of it, I suspected that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> they hated it. Yeah. 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 It, so the, <laughs> let me tell you the um, makeup of the theater I was in. It was me mm-hmm. by myself, mm-hmm. as is most of my movie viewings. Uh, it was. It was Friday at noon. Not sad. Oh, Going to a oh. movie by yourself is incredible. Uh, yeah. I mean, badass. If if you ever want to go to a movie and you don't have a friend, just fucking go. Okay. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I dude, when I lived in Phoenix, like once a week, I'd get sushi by myself and go to a movie by myself. I it's do lovely. like eating by go myself. Go do it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but the rest of the audience seemed like the crowd on a Friday at noon that was like husbands that had forced their wives to go to this movie with them. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine any of them had a good time. I'm sure the husbands are like, yeah, it's like an, it's like a Viking action movie, you know. Yeah, it's like action. They were expecting Braveheart. Uh, yeah, yeah. They are expecting like a Braveheart or a 300 or something. Yes. But it's much weirder than that. Sounds like it wasn't um, one of those for sure. No, it wasn't. Shout out to Alexander Skarsgård for being buff and barking like a dog. Well, our friends, Steve, a uh, friend of the show actually, Envy Steve, uh, MV Steve, shout not out. Not friends of the show, Colton and Jordan. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, all hated it. Every single one of them. Uh, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Huh. I quite liked it. Yep. I mean, it's it's more of a, it's a slower revenge tale. It's not like action forward, but uh, right. I liked it. Right. Well. Um, and then the second thing, guard is. Uh-huh. Um, I've been getting into rollerblading. <laughs> So, audience, if you haven't um, cottoned on to this by now, Stone changes hobbies once about every once every quarter uh, or so, and so now we're on to rollerblading. If you want, go, so uh, expect audience, any, any minute up, now. Expect roller one, two, three. If you haven't picked up, um, I just like to have fun mm-hmm. and enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brianna wanted roller skates. So I got her roller skates, and I got myself roller blades, and we found a lovely piece of concrete behind an abandoned Target. Crazy. And, uh, it's our new, it's <laughs> okay. our new, it's our new skating spot. Okay, roller skates and, uh, are the ones with four wheels. Roller blades, well, all the ones four with wheels. four in a row. So roller skates are four in a two side by side, of two front, two back. One's a car layout, and one's a ice skate layout yeah and then minor roller blades also known as inline skates where i have four wheels in line i see and they act more like a ice skate i'm more into um, blades. and it's been really fun a it's guy. a good yeah dude I, blades are cooler i think for sure but like if you can dance and like look n- cool and graceful on roller skates they can also slap really hard i was picturing you in skates this whole time when i was calling you a hot twink earlier Oh no, I'm a hot twink in blades. Okay, great. Um, imagine, so you know, uh, what's his name? Nathan. Uh, Who are you? Nathan Chen. Uh huh. 
the the very hot um, American figure skater. Mm-hmm. I'm like him, except with a mustache, and instead of ice skating uh, on the Olympic stage, I'm rollerblading <laughs> behind an abandoned Target. Mm. Kmart, sorry. Almost one for one. Almost one for one. Um, but it's been fun. I've gone out a couple times now. I'm getting better. And it's a good workout, and... I'm excited about my progress. Me and Brianna are going to go j- here soon before dinner on this lovely Sunday. Great. Excellent. Excellent. All right. And that's all. All right. Well, Stone, if that's all you have, uh, thanks for coming. And as always, remember fiery Funyuns exist, and they're pretty good. So do the steakhouse ones. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs>